Trump 2024, can it happen? Will he win? And what needs to happen for him to win? We're going to answer all of those questions on today's podcast. All right, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Sound of Dow. Happy President's Day. Actually, very perfect timing for this episode. So obviously, as we all know, over the weekend, President Trump was acquitted in his second Senate impeachment trial. So of course, you know we got to play the video. Obviously, as we all know, the main goal, the main purpose of this trial by Democrats and, by the way, by many in the Republican establishment, and we really got to do something about that, but the main purpose, the, the, main, the main goal of trying to convict Trump was to ensure that President Trump would not be able to run for office or, let's be honest, the presidency uh, in 2024 or ever again. And obviously they failed. So, so, now, so now it's sort of an open question. And I hear a lot of people talking about this. There's been a lot of debate about this, a lot of talk. Trump 2024, will it happen? Can it happen? Is it possible? Does he even have a shot at winning? I've heard arguments from both sides. And I figured I'd like to talk about this myself because I've heard a lot of people. And, you know, most of the people are just anti-Trump uh, pundits and stuff basically try don't that actually don't want Trump to run again in the first place. But I even hear some talk from from some you know more softcore Trump supporters who basically say that it is it is going to be politically impossible for Trump to win in 2024, uh, mainly because of January 6, everything that happened with Stop the Steal. Basically saying he, he's left office too disgraced. He's a disgraced president. He's never gonna he never has a shot at winning ever again. Blah 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 and. Um, I'd like to actually present a counter to this argument, okay? Because I, I am of the thinking, and obviously we'll have to wait and see what happens, right? This is a very early synopsis. Um, we don't know what the political landscape will look like in 2023, 2024, and that, that's obviously going to play a, a huge factor in it, and I, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But I'm of the opinion, the counter to, to, the, to the, I guess this has almost become consensus, not, I wouldn't say consensus among MAGA, but consensus in the political mainstream, that there's no way Trump will ever win again. I mean, he's too disgraced. Everyone hates him, this and that. And uh, I, 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 I'd like to, you know, present a counter to that, which is I've been being, I've been told, I've been hearing all over the place by the media, by you name it, by the Democrats, you name it, that Trump is so deeply unpopular. Like, oh my God, you know, everyone hates Trump. His own party has turned on him. Look at the Lincoln Project. Oh my God, that's proof that everyone's turned on Trump. Trump is a loser. Nobody likes him. He's leaving office with like a 35% approval rating, this and that, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's disgraced. He's the disgraced former president. And um, it's like, does anyone really believe this? I mean, I mean, genuine. Does, does anyone really believe this except for people who are just slaves to the TV? But I don't even think people on the TV believe that. Because, you know, if, if Trump was so deeply unpopular, then why would they be doing this? I mean, genuine question. Why would they be doing this? Because obviously, if he's so deeply unpopular, then why not just say... Well, okay, who cares if he runs for office again? He's so unpopular, he's not going to win. He's not, he stands a chance anyway, whatever. Let's just let him do it. Let's just not even bother with dividing the country with another divisive impeachment trial. Let's just, let's just let him go because he's going to lose anyway, right? That would be the rational response if people really believe this, really believe that Trump was so unpopular and everyone hated Trump. But good question. If he's so deeply unpopular, why would they need to be doing any of this? And it's a simple question, simple answer, actually. The reason why they were trying to convict Trump in the first place so that he couldn't run for, for, for future office was specifically because they are scared of him, 
Okay, the establishment, the people in charge, the Democratic Party, you name it, whatever entity you want to pin on this, it's clear that they do fear Trump. Okay, it's clear that from the fact that they're doing this and they're trying to do this, it's it's frankly pretty obvious, pretty clear that they 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 actually do believe that Trump has a really strong and likely shot of tr- him actually running again in 2024 and winning, you know, and, and actually has a good shot at winning in 2024. Why else would they be doing this? Why would they be so gung-ho? Like, why, why would Twitter need to, to say, we're not going to even allow him back on if he runs for office? Why would, uh, why would the Democrats be trying to like, ensure that he's legally um, ineligible to ever run for office ever again if they knew he was going to lose? You know, they wouldn't need to be doing any of this. They, they, they clearly know that their, their purge of Trump, their purge of Trumpism looks very authoritarian. It, it, it doesn't look the best on them. They would not be trying to do this. They, they wouldn't have to do this if it wasn't for the fact that they're actually kind of desperate. They're actually kind of afraid. And I, I, I also would use this logic back, backwards onto you know, the people who are basically saying the doomers, right? The voter fraud doomers who basically say, not, not, not necessarily that voter fraud isn't real and isn't widespread, because I think so. I think that's true. But I'm talking about people who basically think, and you, you know who I'm talking about, people basically think that all the elections, like future and onward, are all rigged from the top down. Like basically elites are all pulling the, the strings and elections are faked, elections are rigged from the start. I disagree. You know, I, I think that it, it, voter fraud, these, this mail-in voting, right, these present real challenges to Republicans in elections, and a lot of them are unfair and sometimes illegal challenges. But nonetheless, I do believe that if Republicans, conservatives, et cetera, actually turn out in large enough numbers, we have the numbers to win the elections. Okay, like, like we, we can win elections, even if it's harder, I think we still can. And that's the same argument I would say to the voter fraud doomers, which is, you know, if they really have this system so rigged from the top down where they don't even need to try, why would they fear Trump? I mean, why would they be trying to make it so that tr- Trump cannot run for office ever again? Why would they even need to try to do that? You know, if they had the whole thing rigged from the top, because clearly they know, once again, clearly they know that what they're doing gives a very authoritarian image. Okay, why would they need to do that? Why would they need to even do, do that? If they had the whole system rigged from the top down, they could just let Trump run again and lose again because it's all rigged from the start, right? And so I I actually have a whole video, and you guys can go watch it. It's on my YouTube channel titled This Is Important. I'll put a a, uh, card up to it right there. Um, But I actually have a whole video addressing this whole argument of, like, I'm not even going to vote anymore because it's all rigged from the start. So you guys can go check that out. But, like, again, I'm going to reiterate that these people clearly fear Trump. I mean, I mean, don't. Follow people based on what they say because I know they're all saying he's doomed. Everyone hates him. Look at what they do. And it's clear from what they're doing that electorally speaking, they do fear Trump. Now let's talk about the actual uh, 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 his actual electoral chances themselves. Okay, again, again, most people are basically saying that the reason why Trump is going to be doomed in 2024 if he decides to run. And, uh, and by the way, it's kind of an open question. I would say people think like, will he run? Will he not run? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, like in my opinion. I think he's strongly considering it, but it's 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 really, you know, it's up to him. I would say it's like a 60-40 chance, probably 60% that he does run, 40% chance that he doesn't. Like, it's, it's an open question. And again, we'll have to wait to see what the political landscape looks like after the 2022 midterms to really get a, a, a solid, decisive answer on that. But, you know, just, just looking at our future outlook here. Um, so for people who say that it, it, it just cannot happen because the January 6th, 
Capitol Hill riot screwed him over. Like it will forever taint Trump's presidency, and it's it's just he just can't. Like you know, it's just it's just a big black image on him, and it, he'll never get over it. And because you know, obviously people were acting like what happened on January 6th was like the worst thing to ever happen. Like worse than 9/11, worse than Pearl Harbor. It's just the, the the worst thing to ever happen in American history. And the media did a very good job of this, um, basically exaggerating this as much as possible, calling it an insurrection. Um, and you know, they definitely did hide. I'm not denying that they definitely did unfairly but you, you know it's you know how they are i'm not denying that they certainly hijacked the political narrative and i'm not denying that as a result of them having such a good monopoly on information and, and the rampant censorship that followed actually even just trying to talk about those events from a slightly contrarian point of view so all that considered i'm not denying the fact that what happened on january 6 definitely was a political hit for trump right and this will definitely be an electoral problem that he's going to have to face going into 2024 if he decides to run. This is going to be something he's going to have to politically answer to, politically figure out how to get around it, right? And there, it definitely does hurt him politically. I think the question is, however, was that and everything else, was that an insurmountable political challenge? Like, it, it, it's doomed. It screwed him from this. It screwed him. Like, he just never has a chance because of it. And I... I'm going to say no. I actually don't think it's insurmountable. It's definitely going to hurt him. It's definitely a challenge he's going to face, but I don't think it is an insurmountable challenge. My main reason I would say that is time. People people always live in the present, right? But we should when when we say things like the January 6th riot that happened back in early 2021 is going to screw Trump in 2024, we have to remember just how fast things change in a news cycle, okay? I think 2020 is the perfect example of this. We learned in 2020 that in terms of the electorate, anything that happens before election year literally does not matter, okay? That's really how elections go in our country. I mean, the American electorate, very short-sighted. You know, we, we all vote basically on how things are going in the current moment. Most people do, right? I mean, there's no denying that most people do. You look at the year 2020. Remember how different things were in American politics from the start of 2020 to the end? I mean, even the George Floyd riots, people barely remember that. And that only happened like, what, five, six months before the election? And my point in saying all this is to, is to point out that things move fast. Things move very fast in American politics. Um, and I think time, and I, def, and, I definitely, and I definitely think time, and I definitely think, and I definitely think time is Trump's biggest ally in all this. Not to say that people won't remember it, but so much, I bet you by the end of the year, so much will have happened where, to where the Capitol Hill riot is basically sort of a vague, distant memory. So imagine how things are going to be in mid-2023 when the presidential election starts to kick up. Don't get me wrong, it will be a talking point in debates, but will it be such a central core theme that just ruins Trump permanently? I really don't think so. You might remember in 2020, there was actually, remember there was talk of Hillary Clinton running for president again? And we were talking about this, and I, and I remember doing that, and I really, really stopped back and realized, I was like, Wow, Hillary Clinton has been out of the public eye for like four years now. And in that span of four years, I basically forgot everything about her. Like, I, I was trying to think, I could barely remember her email scandal and all the corruption around her. And that's the point, right? That's the point. Trump is obviously, as you can see right now, he's kind of lying low for a while. He has plenty of time to, to get distance between him and that. Okay, I guarantee you, come 2023, 2024, it will be a distant memory. Even if it is used as a political attack against him, which it certainly will be, 
it won't be that fresh in Americans' minds. Whatever whatever is happening then, in that time, on election year, that's what's going to be fresh in, in Americans' minds. So I, I think Trump has more than enough time, more than enough space to create distance between himself and January 6th, as well as really in his process of lying low to reshape his political image to whatever you want it to be. Right? He, 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 can, he, can, he also has time, you know, to sort of, if he wants to sort of change his public image a little bit, I, he, has, he has the window to do all this stuff. Okay? Now, so to people who say January 6th is going to ruin Trump forever, I really strongly disagree. I mean, I think that whole argument assumes that the American electorate actually cares about things that happened before election year, which, to be honest, they really don't. Okay, they, they 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 really don't. But you know, on top of that, obviously we, we can't predict the future, right? We don't know what America will look like in 2023, 2024. But I think there are a lot of safe guesses we can make. Number one, even Biden said this himself, you know, outright. He said we're not gonna be at full employment for another 10 years. So I I mean it's it's pretty clear. I, I think it's a safe bet to say that come 2023, 2024, the economy will be sluggish. Right. And, and obviously, Biden's policies are not helping it at all. So the economy will be sluggish. The economy will be in a stagnant state. And universally, that, in that case, it really doesn't matter who the, the candidate is. Universally, that always helps. That always hurts the incumbent party and always helps the party that's not in power. That's like a universal rule of American politics. If the economy is bad, it's almost a guarantee that the party that didn't hold the White House gets elected, okay, most of the time. And so for that reason alone, I think that's a pretty strong indication that 2024 is setting up to be sort of a just a generic change year, right, in which the, the one party takes the White House from the other, simply because of the fact that, you know, the, look at the state that the economy is in. But I also think that there are some other factors, and that, that just helps Republicans in general, but I think that um, there are some other factors that actually might help Trump specifically. Um, if you guys will look back and remember, what was basically Trump's biggest issue back in 2016? Well, it was immigration, right? That, that, that was one of the, that, that still is, you know, one of the defining aspects of Trump is his immigration policy. Now, when you look at what Biden is doing on both legal and illegal immigration, I mean, we have de facto open borders now. <laughs> at the southern border. I mean, it's absolute disaster. I would predict that at the end of four years, as a result of Biden's immigration policy, our, our immigration system in this country and, and, you know, the system with illegal immigration is a complete mess. That's what I would predict. And I think that's a pretty safe guess to say as well. The immigration problem will be out of control. Obviously, you know, he's, he's just signing this stuff into law, so you're not going to see it yet. But I predict in a few years from now, it's going to be a, a problem. It's going to be a crisis. And in that case, in a case where immigration in this country is out of control, especially illegal immigration, what better candidate out there is there to run for the Republicans than Trump? What better candidate is there out there than the candidate himself, the, 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 that one Republican candidate who made a big deal of immigration, that one candidate who is the, 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 the poster child of being tough on immigration other than Donald Trump, right? And considering like this, and, and this is a prediction, obviously, we don't know what it's going to look like, but I think it's pretty safe to say that we're going to have real problems with our immigration system in this country at the end of Biden's term. And that helps Trump so much. Right? It helps Trump so much because he's the guy. And that goes without explaining. Like, he's the guy. If, if immigration is broken, he's the guy. He's the guy who is known for the wall, known for being tough on borders. And that helped him a lot in 2016. And I bet you at the end, at, by 2023, 2024, the immigration problem in our country will be far worse than it ever was back in 2016, right? 2016, it was, it was out of control. It was a mess. But I think at the end of 
three, four years of Biden, it, it will make the early 2000s look like cakewalk. That's my prediction. And I think specifically that helps Trump a lot. Like that, that, that is Trump's signature policy. And I think that's one place where I think Trump would actually outshine easily a lot of other Republicans. Okay. So folks, I, I, I genuinely think it's, it's a long ways away. Okay, but but I don't I wouldn't rule Trump out for 2024. I personally I, I think Ron DeSantis would have an easier time electorally because obviously he doesn't have that capital six uh, the the uh, January six right to to deal with. He he obviously we know Trump struggles in the suburbs, right? He has these electoral problems. But I think that I noticed that a lot of people pointing out his electoral problems are the same people that think that establishment fools like Nikki Haley should be the nominee. The same people who think people like David Perdue, Kelly Loeffler, and Martha McSally, establishmentarian GOP candidates, are the future. Those people are electable. Those people win. And it's like, no, they don't. You know, you look at the state of Arizona, Martha McSally, because a lot of people say, well, you know, Trumpism is too toxifying. You know, this and that, right? It's, it's not electable. You look at the state of Arizona, for instance, and, you know, Martha McSally, who was basically a carbon copy of John McCain, actually ran behind Trump, right? She did worse than Trump in the state of Arizona. And same thing, you know, down in Georgia, and you, you could blame the boycott, you could blame lower turnout, but I, it's just an undeniable reality that the establishment GOP is, is not the future of this party. And I notice that a lot of people who are the most against Trump running in 2024 are the same people who think that these establishment fools are the future of our electability. Like, th those are the people that can win. It's like, no, okay? You have uh, David Perdue filing today to run for, for Senate in Georgia again. And it's like, are, are you freaking kidding me? You know, you know, for the people, and people say, oh, Trump isn't electable. I mean, does the Republican Party want to lose again? You know, you need energy in this party, okay? You need energy in this party and, and the ideas of old, the ideas of the Republican establishment, they do not work anymore. You know, this is not the 80s anymore. You know, Reaganism, whatever you want to call it, it, it is not the future. Trumpism is the political future of this party. The only place, when you look, you really look at it, you really take a look at this, the only place where Trump lags behind the Republicans of old is in the suburbs. And that has nothing to do with Trump's policy. That's simply because they don't like his personality. And basically everyone knows that. Everyone accepts that. Everyone understands that. And, you know, if you want to say, oh, let's run a candidate that's just like Trump but has a little bit softer of a personality to win the suburbs, okay, I guess that's, a, that's, an, that's an acceptable argument. And that, that will be the future beyond Trump, I'm sure. You know, but to people who say that the ideas, that the basis behind Trumpism, that is not the future, I mean, are you blind? Because with every other group, you know, you look at minorities, you look at rural areas, whatever it is, even inner cities, Trump outperforms the Republicans of old, okay? And that is on the basis of ideas. The ideas of Trumpism are the political future of, the, of, this, of, this, of this party, okay? And whatever Trump loses, supposedly, and he certainly, whatever Trump loses among, you know, the woke white suburbanites that are basically the thorn in his side, he equally, on the other side, makes up for it by making all these gains with out people outside of the traditional Republican base and or increasing rural turnout in support of him, okay? He has a, he has more than a shot at this, folks, in 2024. Mail-in voting, it, it, considering that it stays in the capacity that it does, and it probably will because they've, they've figured this out, it's going to be a problem for him. You know, all, all these issues with election integrity, they will be problems, but I think that if the Biden years go as badly as we're predicting and it seems like the, the direction they're headed, 
I think that things will be set up for him to actually have a very good shot at winning in 2024. And obviously, we're gonna have to wait and see. We're gonna have to see what what the what the state of the country is. It's, it's way too early to make a 2024 election prediction right now. But I would predict, you know, I I, I would say that he has more than enough of a good shot to actually, you know, do this again. And I, I would get behind it, you know, because his life story is art of the deal, rise to the top, fall off, come back, art of the comeback, right? That, that was his, art, his, his life arc in business. Who knows? It might be his life arc in business as well. Do not count the man out, okay? Never count Trump out from anything. Um, but anyways, folks, that'll do it here for this podcast. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Let me know what you think. If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments what do you think of the idea of Trump 2024. Um, and until next time, remember, folks, alpha moves only. See you guys next time. Peace.